What if our capacity to imagine has been so badly damaged by the information climate of our times that destruction is all we can see? What if deforming our ability to imagine the present is precisely what governments and power structures do to control us? And what if I told you we have the power to change this? I believe we do. To seize this power requires a radical change in perspective, however. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to my second sub-podcast, which is Words for Now and Then. Those words that I just read come from the introduction to the new book called Dictionary of the Undoing by John Freeman. And you're here for the second episode of that podcast that I'm doing. B is for body. If you are new to this podcast, please go back to the first episode and find out what I am doing in this 10-minute podcast. You also can go to my blog, which is edtechemergent.com, E-D-T-E-C-H-E-M-E-R-G-E-N-T.com. Today's episode is about B is for body. And here's what Mr. Freeman says about B. He says, we create ourselves in the improvisations of address and with the many things we do with our bodies. Our job as citizens is to reprogram our culture as we hold our governments accountable to our needs. We vote with our bodies. We protest with our bodies. And that's from page 20. We can make a culture that has in its bloodstream the idea that a body is also a container for joy, and one of joy's most ferocious expressions is resistance. We all know that joy is not expressed alone. So, a little comment on that quote, also from page 20. He is saying in this chapter that so often in this world of manipulated news feeds and images and what the government and the powers that be, St. Paul, as an aside, calls those the powers of the world or the powers and principalities. And what Freeman is saying is that so often our bodies are shown to be beaten down or shown to be weak or shown to be incarcerated or shown to be consuming. And what Freeman says is that to reclaim the power of our bodies, we must also show that our bodies are about joy and that there is a power in our bodies when we come together physically as citizens, physically as people who are called to, I believe, the common good. Freeman goes on to say a quote that I particularly resonate with. He says, because of this shared joy that comes from bodies being together, he says, it's why there's such tensile power in a library, all those bodies bent over books, bending towards joy in the world. I love that tensile power. Um, tensile, if you're not familiar with it, is a word that um, relates to tension, that there's this tension, this energy, this power found in our public libraries, which sadly, most of those in our nation, probably all of them really in our nation right now are closed. I know my libraries here locally in Columbus are all closed. And I think that's actually what I miss the most. You know, I miss the most about going to the public library, seeing the people that are there, 
my library locally is quite diverse. Lots and lots of different kinds of people go there. And to feel, I think, what Freeman is expressing, that tensile power that all of these people are gathering in this spot, not to purchase, not to um, buy a product, but rather to learn, to read, to develop themselves, their minds, their hearts, their energy, their spirits, all of that, and that shared power that comes from there. And I love that Freeman uses this idea of joy, that there is a joy. I know I feel a joy in the library when I'm there with those other people, with those other bodies, as Freeman would say. He goes ahead and closes his uh, short reflection on the body with, each of us may get just one body, but there is a universe of complexity and intensity in every single one. Bear down hard on bodies and they will come together somewhere else seeking joy. And um, this kind of is interesting, I think, during this time period. And again, what I'm trying to do in this podcast is taking Freeman's words in this book that he obviously wrote before the pandemic and interpreting these words in light of our current moment, our current situation. And also thinking about later, the words for now and the words for later. How can we use these ideas use this way of resisting moving forward into the world that we will hopefully create together when this pandemic um, runs its course. And I think body is interesting because what I'm experiencing, and perhaps you too, is that we are still getting together in this time, albeit with the physical distancing that we're called to do. So we are finding new ways of being together Specifically, Zoom is one of the the ways of of doing that. Uh, Just as an aside, I came across a funny YouTube video about Zoom that I will um, post um, on the website uh, on my blog related to this episode. You'll have to check it out. It's uh, quite interesting and and quite funny, too. Um, So we are looking at these ways of coming together, these ways of being bodies together, even if we physically cannot gather to rally, cannot gather to worship, cannot gather in the libraries to read. We are still finding ways using technology, using creativity, using various tools to come together. And I wonder if this is not going to open up new possibilities post-pandemic, possibilities where we recognize a sense of gratitude when we physically can be together, when we physically can once again Um, touch in in different ways. Um, Maybe we're not going to shake hands as much as we did before the pandemic. Maybe it's an elbow bump or a fist bump, but we can still touch. We can look eye to eye. We can see body to body. And I think, and I hope we have a greater sense of gratitude for that um, because we could do that all the time before this time. And we will get back to that. And I hope we can have more gratitude with that. And I hope we also can recognize kind of the other side that we don't need to be physically together, body to body in the same physical space to be able to have the joy that um, Freeman talks about, that we can still gather as a rally. We can still gather to worship. We can still gather to discuss and to meet and to do all of those things, even if we can't gather physically face to face. 
you know, using technology like Zoom, which is only going to be the first of, I'm sure, many new technologies that are going to allow us to connect when we are not able to physically connect. So I end this chapter, this podcast, with this thought. In this time where there is heightened awareness of bodies, is your body sick or well? Am I developing the symptoms of COVID? Uh, When I'm out in public and I see another body coughing, (laughs) am I exposing myself? Uh, Does that person have COVID? All of those thoughts about this hyper-focus now on our bodies. I ask you, how are you experiencing your body these days? And how are you experiencing others? virtually in other ways of being together when we can't be body to body, but yet we still have this incredible sense, this incredible need for connection. So thank you for being here. I'll give you a preview of the next episode. It will be on citizen talking about what that means in this time. So thank you for listening Be and stay well.